Welcome to the Mindfulness Meditation Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Eshelman. Every Wednesday at the Rubin Museum of Art in Chelsea, we present a meditation session led by a prominent meditation teacher from the New York area. This podcast is a recording of our weekly practice. If you would like to join us in person, please visit our website at rubinmuseum.org meditation to learn more. We are proud to be partnering with Sharon Salzberg and the teachers from the New York Insight Meditation Center. In the description for each episode, you will find information about the theme for that week's session, including an image of a related artwork chosen from the Rubin Museum's permanent collection. And now, please enjoy your practice. So this is uh, today talking about uh, mindfulness uh, meditation. Uh, so it is uh, just kind of, uh, of course, how it has been uh, taught by Buddha uh, is very extensive and profound subject. Uh, but now this uh, modern world uh, try to you know, condense everything and try to do everything very fast. So talk will be only 10 minutes <laughs> and meditation will be 20 minutes and then everybody got liberated. So that is good news. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, um, mindfulness uh, in Tibetan Tenba, where uh, you know, kind of there is the mind and full and thenness. So mind, you know, the general mind. It is uh, just a mind. Then, when it was the English, you know, mind full. So that full is the samsaric relative, uh, ordinary mind. You know, full of all sorts of concepts and thoughts and emotions and discursive thoughts and just kind of like, you know, like how much as you know your own mind and your own brain and your own life, that what it is kind of fullness. Full, mindful. Then now, ness. So, ness helps to just kind of like a get into mindfulness that a, the, you know, all everything just kind of like a comes down uh, where you have some sense of, you know, kind of like awareness. <coughs> So uh, that uh, one aspect of that, you know, kind of mindfulness, uh, in a way, you know, just uh, without mindfulness, in the sense of being, having carefulness or awareness, no matter whatever we are doing in our day-to-day lifetime, you know, just you will always get messed up. So that uh, mindfulness is the most important thing that uh, we need to establish in our being, in our day-to-day lifetime, uh, to get success in everything, whatever, you know, daily, our routines and job, and uh, including spiritual, you know, kind of like a practice. So based on that mindfulness, the, there is a external mindfulness in relation with your body and speech. 
that uh, when you walk or when you sit or when you do anything in relation with the physical you know, kind of activity, you just need to have that uh, mindfulness. And that uh, the physical body mindfulness controls by your mind or, you know, according to science, maybe brain, you know. Brain uh, that, uh, you know, kind of governed by the mind and that need to just kind of be aware of how you walk or how you sit and how you move your body and so forth. And uh, that way one need to have mindfulness in physical body. And at the same time, you know, that uh, second thing is speech. Then, you know, in spe speech is also just become so important in our day-to-day -day life, including all the jobs and everything we need to communicate. So for that also, you know, kind of important where you need to have mindfulness speech that uh, which is again governed by your mind that uh, how, what you talk and uh, how you talk and uh, how you express things and uh, for about all those so uh, in all those in in one word that uh, when we don't have that mindfulness in relation with our physical body and then the verbal speech then there are so many problems can be, you know, kind of created. So that is why if you have mindfulness, you know, just uh, how and which way that which is, you know, kind of not really causing any problem to others and uh, not disturbing, you know, others, you know, kind of feelings and uh, not just kind of like uh, end up with the messing up things, you know, with your just physical, you know, if you are not aware, just you walk, you know, kind of, in a kind of, uh, without mindfulness, then you cause, you know, kind of like you fall down or hit something and problem. And similarly, when we speak, if we are not very mindful, then we say things that can cause, you know, kind of like a, so much problem besides all, you know, which maybe become just very negative which is, you know, kind of like a non as non-virtuous. Non-virtuous, anything that which is physical, properly non-virtuous action can be, you know, cause and condition for negative result, suffering, problem, difficulties. So those are just uh, based on its reality, not depending upon any kind of belief system or any kind of religion or any kind of, you know, culture or tradition that what it is the nature and uh, common sense. So based on that, then the mind, you know, mindfulness, the mind, uh, to, you know, kind of have that uh, sense of awareness in your day-to-day -day lifetime, then need the mindfulness in meditation. So in meditation, uh, in meditation, uh, that which, you know, kind of means in Sanskrit, you know, samadhi, in Tibetan called samten. So sam means the mind. And ten means firm, firm mind or stabilized mind. So that uh, stabilized mind, which means, you know, like uh, where your mind uh, not getting distracted with the 
five sense objects. That is you know, one thing. And then second is not distracted with the mental thoughts that how, you know, even you are not talking or you are not uh, doing anything, even you try to do, you know, like even just mindful meditation, you know, sitting down. But still how your minds, you know, kind of all sorts of thought arise and started, you know, kind of talking itself and, you know, your body may be on the cushion, but your mind may be on the street or meeting with somebody or, you know, kind of. So it is almost all over the, you know, kind of place. So, so to calm down that sort of, you know, kind of like a mind, the very active mind, then need to just kind of like a, apply into practice uh, that, you know, kind of meditation. So uh, meditation in generally, there is a shamatha meditation, which is, you know, kind of tranquility meditation. And then the vipassana meditation, which is, you know, insight meditation. So without uh, shamatha, the tranquility, which means where you could, you know, kind of like have some sense of, you know, kind of concentration your mind concentrated. And through that concentration, where you could to feel that all the conceptual thoughts or whatsoever, all the mental activity, you know, kind of like a slowly, you know, just calm down. And then where you could to, you know, kind of experience just your mind be very calm and then clear and then relaxed and then kind of like a peaceful. So uh, to happen that, then uh, one need to do this, you know, kind of shamatha meditation practice. <coughs> so uh, for that day, you know, to do that shamatha meditation practice, of course, there are so many different, you know, kind of techniques where you can concentrate on your breath, or where you can concentrate, you know, on external kind of object, or like, you know, anything that you can just put in front, like a, a piece of flower, or just a kind of, you know, any kind of seeds level, or just merely, you know, kind of in front where your eyes, you know, kind of focus, and then a, where your eyes focus on that, you know, kind of your mind be just, you know, kind of there. And that way, you know, just uh, you uh, continue to, you know, just uh, focus on that object. And for that, to carry through that uh, consistency of that shamatha meditation practice, that without much, you know, disturbance, then that need, you know, three things, which is called temba, shishin, and payo. Uh, so temba means the mindfulness, temba. So this mindfulness is which means that uh, the, uh, the sense of concentration and then the aspects of the meditation, what is being kind of instructed to oneself. So that instruction, you know, should not be forgotten. So 
you know, like a forgetfulness, you know, kind of loses many things. So antidote for the forgetfulness or forgettable is mindfulness. So whatever that instruction is given to oneself to carry through this kind of shamatha meditation practice, you know, first one have to remember the, you know, kind of like instruction, where to focus and what aspects of, you know, kind of your mind focusing that one have to have mindfulness. And uh, through that, as you concentrate on the you know, kind of like object, then the second, you know, shishin, which means conscientiousness. Conscientiousness? Yeah. So, which means, you know, kind of, as you concentrate, then uh, any time, while you are just trying to do meditation, any time, your mind, all these thoughts, never stop. You know, it still continuously, all sorts of thoughts can just, you know, continuously arise. So that way, if you just follow with that thought and making stories, then uh, there is no meditation. There is no single-pointedness. Mind is just wandering. Then, uh, you know, just a... Uh, only physically sitting there, it does not help at all when your mind is wandering. So for that, need this shishin, the con, uh, conscientiousness or vigilance, like a watcher, you know, like a, somebody watching you, like, you know, sometimes the kids play in the playground and then mama watches, you know. And when anything kind of dangerous thing happening, mama just, you know, kind of like say something or just pick up or guide. So similarly, this conscientiousness is like a watcher, whether your mind is still, you know, continuously concentrating or not. So that uh, the second thing, which is, you know, kind of like important, that one aspect of your mind whether it just kind of like every time when uh, some thought arises and that it is wandering, immediately remember with that mindfulness and that, uh, you know, conscientiousness to bring back, to bring back to, you know, kind of concentrate on the object. And then uh, after that, uh, in your kind of day-to-day lifetime, a sense of, you know, mindfulness and mindfulness meditation, <coughs> Then need this, you know, kind of like a which means, you know, like awareness or carefulness. Carefulness in your physical body, you know, just in your physical all action. And then verbally, as I said earlier, you know, being just very careful what you really say or what you are not supposed to say, you know, where you have to be always careful. And that careful or awareness both need mindfulness. If your again mind is not there, then uh, again just it may kind of create you know problem. <coughs> so uh, that what it is in your day-to-day lifetime, you know, just uh, whatever oneself doing. So in this way, your uh, body, speech, mind, you know, what we really have. Uh, in our, you know, kind of life, 
the most important thing, whether we can get successful in our any kind of activity or not, or any this meditation or not, is you know, kind of completely dependent upon guarding one's you know, kind of body, speech, mind. So according to that, that uh, you know, just out of body, speech, mind, mind is the most important. So now to uh, to carry through that uh, meditation, then uh, one of the uh, great Indian scholar in seventh century, Ajare Shandar Deva, he said. Uh, so which means if you have a very stabilized and uh, you know firm shamatha meditation practice that uh, through that uh, shamatha meditation practice through that uh, tranquility nature of mind where you experience serenity in your being, and that will lead you to, you know, just a vipassana, the inside meditation, and that the vipassana, the inside meditation, is actually, you know, kind of, uh, uh, in generally, a little bit, you know, kind of harder, which means where you are concentrating into the emptiness aspects of mind that uh, you know just uh, according to the absolute truth uh, our mind is you know emptiness in nature similarly our body is also emptiness in nature and similarly all this existence of phenomena is also emptiness in nature and that uh, you know kind of like uh, emptiness has to be experienced during that you know kind of meditation so so with this Union of the shamatha meditation practice and the vipassana meditation, the you know tranquility, serenity of mind, which you have a single pointedness, and then the vipassana, the insight where you are experiencing the emptiness aspects of the you know kind of mind, when it is you know in union, then that helps to purify. All sorts of these afflictive emotions, hatred, anger, desire, pride, ignorance, jealousy, besides all sorts of discriminating thoughts and uh, conceptual thoughts, all this mental activity will just not just only calm down, but it does, you know, kind of like a purify uh, as the you know, for example, like early morning, the sunlight shines, then the darkness is just kind of like gone. Similar like that, when the sunlight of the, you know, just transcendental wisdom, the union of the shamatha and vipassana meditation arise in your being or shine in your being, then the darkness of this afflictive emotion, discursive thoughts, and the conceptual thoughts that which is you know, constantly disturbing will be you know, kind of immediately just kind of cleared out. And that clearing out you know, is actually 
if you have that direct perception of that absolute true nature of mind through this, you know, shamatha and vipassana meditation, then those afflictive emotions which is, you know, cleared out or which has been got rid of it, is just gone forever, just gone forever. It will never, ever, you know, arise back any of those, you know, afflictive emotions. And that is how you gain that path of insight and liberation and then, you know, kind of actualizing what is called, you know, kind of enlightenment. The physical body is also very important because uh, our body, speech and mind is uh, all anyway just kind of connected, you know, together, which is also known as one identity, but uh, three aspects, body, speech, mind. Uh, so, uh, did you show that Bharatana? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, where, you know, in this instruction it says, So when uh, all the auspicious cause and condition assembled in our this physical body, then the experience and realization happen in one's you know, being. So according to that, the physical position is become very important. Uh, because when our physical, the body, when it is in a kind of like a, a geometrical, geometrically, or when it is in a kind of, you know, very correct position, correct position, then uh, our just channels the nervous system the whole complete nervous system sits into its kind of like a natural state, correct position. And when the nervous system, the channels are in its you know, correct position, in its natural, then within those nervous system, whatever this bloods and waters, whatever it is flowing, it just flows very naturally. And at the same time, that the water and blood, whatever it is flowing, is the you know wind, the breathing system. So wherever that you know kind of the physical body you know straight, correct, natural, and then channels natural, then flowing, and then you know kind of the vital energy or this the breathing air very natural, and that. Vital energy or the breathing air is the support of the mind. So when that is, you know, in a kind of like correct position, then the mind also, you know, kind of abides in its kind of natural state. So that's why, anyway, here uh, you all are sitting on a kind of chair, but you can just anyway. So. Uh, the Buddha Bharatana's position with the seventh position, which means leg, uh, full cross leg or half cross leg. Full, full cross leg, then you have to sit this in this way, you know, like this. And if this is not been 
kind of like a trend or not used to it, then you can just try, you know, kind of half cross leg, you know, like this half cross leg. And then the, those who are not having any kind of this training, you don't have to worry. Just uh, you can sit on chair or whatever. And then the thing is like meditation, hand in a kind of this position, like a, the you know, right hand over the left, and then this you know, connected. And that little bit below the navel, little bit below the navel, and then touching, and then elbows stretch out. And then most important is the backbone. Your backbone need to be you know, very straight and uh, uh, straight. And then your neck, you know, kind of just uh, straight, but the head a little bit, you know, kind of bend down. And then uh, your eye just kind of that, you know, kind of like see a little bit above the forefinger level of, you know, kind of nose. And then uh, just kind of relax. You don't have to open wide or not too close in a very natural state, your mind. And then eyes you know, kind of flow straight in front, any object. And whatever you see, doesn't matter. Whatever you see, just you know, kind of focus on it. And then a tongue touching the upper jaw, close to the you know, kind of teeth. Because uh, this this what is called seven positions of the Buddha Bharatana, and this have uh, all is auspicious technique and purpose. How everything just kind of like a uh, what's a uh, corrects into its you know kind of like a natural state, so that mind can be you know in a kind of natural naturally abide. Uh, so. Uh, you know, kind of in that way, then we start the meditation. Feel relaxed. Your body feels just completely relaxed. And breathing very relaxed. And then breathe through mouth. Just, just don't touch the lips and teeth. Just open a little bit. Eyes not to blink. Uh, here, uh, even though there is 
two ways, like closing eye and open eyes. Here we open eyes. Don't follow up the thoughts. Be mindful to bring back, to concentrate and focus in front wherever your eyes fall and then your mind be concentrate on that. Another obstacle of mind, fullness, and meditation, uh, as you feel relaxed, your body, mind, then that uh, come to sleepy. So don't sleep. Sleepy, sluggish, dullness is not the meditation. So one should not let it happen, you know, any time. Otherwise, it will become a habit. Then every time when you do meditation, you feel sleepy and you have a very good sleep, you know.
Don't wander with your thoughts. Just have to bring back and concentrate and then have a sense of awareness, feeling your whole body, no sense of that awareness. When your eyes feel tired, then can relax. Now relax for two minutes. Then uh, after that we'll do um, meditation focusing on breath. So relax a little bit. <coughs> Breathing is, here you can just uh, in that same way, even you don't want to feel this, not what say sitting, meditation, equipoise position, feel uncomfortable, then you can also sit like that, but in a kind of physically, in a kind of very backbone, everything is straight. And then uh, and for this meditation, you can just um, close your lips, it's okay. And then you breathe through the nose, so as you breathe in and out, you just, uh, not to put any effort, just try to feel very natural, naturally flow out and you know, in. So exhalation, inhalation, just let it flow in, in itself. Then only the, here the mindfulness is 
that as you exhale and then inhale, then you count one, and then exhale and inhale, then count two, exhale and inhale, two. So that way, one have to count till you know ten. In the beginning, just count up to ten, and then when it is just done ten, then relax for a few seconds. Then again start, you know, kind of exhalation, inhalation one and two, that way until two, you know, kind of ten. Uh, and uh, so you cannot, you are not supposed to mess up your counting number and also your mind concentrating on the breathing, that the air which is flowing through your, you know, kind of nostril and fill over your tip of your lips. How it goes in and out, you have, your mind have to be there and then concentrating on number and also be mindful about that, how the air goes in, you know, fills up your just kind of body and then, you know, exhalation just, you know, kind of goes, you know, kind of externally and that way, where your mind, uh, not just only concentration, but also having some sense of awareness with the, you know, kind of um, the breathing air, you know, externally and uh, internally your whole body. And that way, as one do, you know, over time, then after some time can count until 20, after some time can count until 50, so that way, as one do, after some time, the breathing air, as you inhale, you can just feel that, uh, you know, within your brain and your body and just, you know, parts of your body, how the breathing air is just kind of flowing, almost like a sensation. One can just, you know, kind of feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so now we start on this uh, breathing. Meditation. <clears throat> so, uh, you count yourself quietly, you know, until, you know, count of 10, and then again, just uh, another 10, you know, maybe, I think, uh, two sessions, maybe we can do that.
Mm. Now you can relax. Uh, so these uh, two techniques that uh, if you can continue uh, to you know work on with your mindfulness and concentration of meditation, uh, whichever is you know kind of feels more uh, comfortable with oneself or more resonating with oneself, because. Uh, Every individual, you know, kind of body uh, elements and uh, its capabilities are just uh, slightly different from, you know, kind of each other. Uh, so, you know, kind of those uh, uh, meditation also that there are so many different, you know, kind of techniques, but these two are the uh, most popular and uh, most guided in a kind of like a uh, meditation instruction. And uh, moreover, uh, it will just kind of bring that uh, shamatha meditation practice or that uh, single-pointedness. So then uh, part of the vipassana or the inside meditation, anyway, actually it is also very important so but uh, without the stability of the shamatha meditation practice uh, one cannot really you know have the vipassana or the insight meditation so that is why in the beginning it is uh, very important to work to have that uh, one's mind to you know, kind of focus on a you know object where you try to have that single pointedness, and uh, while you continue that meditation, then uh, as I said earlier, those two most uh, uh, what's a uh, greatest obstacles. One is you know kind of mental thought you know kind of carries away. And then two, three minutes, even five, ten minutes gone, and you don't know what you have been doing. You know, it's just gone. So moment you remember, oh, I'm supposed to do meditation, you know. And similarly, the other is kind of dullness. Your mind feels very dull, sluggish, and sleepy. Because when you sit, you know, so relaxed and quietly, then, you know, naturally the body gets relaxed, and then mind also relaxed. Then immediately the sleepy or that is sleep dullness will just naturally come and then you just kind of feel sleepy. So that uh, one have to have mindful, mindfulness not to, you know, kind of uh, uh, taken away by these two obstacles. Yeah, the, uh, uh, the ultimate purpose is uh, for the meditation is to attain, you know, complete enlightenment and uh, also to gain, you know, kind of realization and also to end the cycle of rebirth in samsara, rebirths and then, you know, kind of births and deaths, to end that, not to reborn anymore in the samsara, then uh, one must have to actualize the insight or the vipassana meditation practice where you are realizing your own uh, primordial pure nature, that uh, your primordial pure nature, that which has been known as, explained like Buddha nature, 
or Christ's nature or divine nature. So something that is, that which is within every being, there is that pureness, which is you know, kind of like a perfected, enlightened, with all the enlightened qualities are within ourselves. But uh, that has been obscured by all these conceptual thoughts and you know, day-to-day life and so many things. And it obscured and one cannot recognize. So through this meditation, inwardly abiding into the nature of mind, then it will just one day you will be awakened. So that uh, the whole complete, you know, samsaric mind or this deluded mind or the ignorant mind with all the afflictive emotion, everything just completely, you know, kind of disappear. And that what it is the ultimate purpose and main purpose in Buddhism. But at the same time, as you say in the West, it is just kind of even just doing a shamatha meditation practice, just calm down your mind. It really helps to get rid of stress and the other emotions, you know, or disturbing, even that, you know, being relaxed in that way, your whole, as I said, the breathing air and all, everything calm down into its natural state. So that, uh, you know, even just some kind of pain and problems and disturbance of all sorts of emotions will also, you know, kind of help to, you know, just pacify. Thank you so much. That concludes this week's practice. If you'd like to attend in person, please check out our website, rubinmuseum.org slash meditation to learn more. Sessions are free to Rubin Museum members, just one of the many benefits of membership. Thank you for listening. Have a mindful day.